just invite some people to come play and invite the community to come hang out in our backyard and hear some music. And it worked. <laughs> people really liked it and they come out. Welcome to the Drop the Disc podcast recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. Today we have some awesome guests. We've got Zach and Becca Todd from Back Deck Booking. They tell us the incredible story about how music intertwined their lives before they were eventually married and started this at-home concert series. I was like, you ruined that violin solo. And she's like, ha you had hair. <laughs> <laughs> she famously did not care for me. I did not like Zach. Met, this is so. a true story. And what's the background behind them throwing concerts in their own backyard? As we were talking about it, um, we were like, man, I really wish there was some place that would just have local people who wanted to play their original music. We really kind of took on this persona of an outdoor listening room. And one really cool thing about all of their shows. 1,000% all the money goes to the artists. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. We really appreciate all of the support and allowing us to do what we do. It's really special. And if you are enjoying the show, if you have any thoughts on it, please leave us a rating or review wherever you are listening. That will help us grow, and we really appreciate it on our side. Uh, also, follow our social media to keep up with what we're doing. Keep up with all of the latest Augusta's favorite competitions. Remember, those are 100% democracy. So the more you participate, the more you will like the results. And of course, this episode, like every episode and pretty much everything we do, is presented by our friend Nancy Powell at Powell & Associates. And in real estate, there's so many things to worry about. But the bottom line for a lot of things, for really pretty much everything, is trust. And so that's why we want you to trust that Nancy Powell is Augusta's real estate agent. She is fantastic. She has uh, the respect and trust of both Chris and myself having worked with her. And she's an expert in all different facets of real estate. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, rent, invest, maybe you're just looking for some basic advice. Nancy Powell is the absolute first call for you to make. Uh, she has helped us so much and is incredibly active in the community. She is exactly the type of person that we want to be around and that we want to recommend to you for all of your real estate questions. Give her a call at 706-717-1281. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we are Drop the Disc Podcast, and we are here with two special guests, as well as Zach McCabe with All Eagle Parts. Whoop, whoop. And uh, today we are here with... Zach Todd and Becca Todd. Awesome. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what y'all do. Why are you here on the show today? Uh, yeah. So Becca and I are married, and we uh, run a concert that we do monthly. Uh, so we started as Back Deck Booking, and we put on a show called Artist on Deck once a month. That's awesome. And we will dive into that yep. as we get into this episode. Yep. But first, we have to learn what we're about to sip on. This is a very special episode. We've got all equal parts here. We've got these little lemon cocktails in front of us. Zach, what are we drinking today? So, David, today we are drinking a cocktail called the Fitzgerald, 
and it is a delicious gin sour with a dash of bitters. It's just balanced and well-rounded and just awesome. It's one of my favorite summertime sippers. Are we talking like F. Scott Fitzgerald or like Larry Fitzgerald? Named after F. Scott Fitzgerald. Very cool. Is this because I'm a literature teacher? (laughs) (laughs) We're having fun here. Zach, thank you for making this drink. We will be sipping on this uh, as we go through the kind of origin story for Zach and Becca. And we look forward to seeing whatever second drink you have planned for us later. Make sure y'all go ahead and follow him on Instagram at all equal parts. All dot equal dot parts. Right? No more dots. Oh, he upgraded. Instagram doesn't like the dots anymore. Okay. Really? No more dots. All equal parts. Uh, he's not quite verified, but he's on his way. All right. So um, <laughs> we've got Zach. We've got Becca. Y'all are here with us. Um, and as y'all mentioned, y'all are a couple, which is very exciting to see a uh, power couple in the studio. <laughs> um, we're going to start with one of you guys. We're going to get the individual story. Then we'll, we'll take it back. And then we're going to get to the point where basically the union happens and then we'll go forward from there. <laughs> so who would like to volunteer to go first or would you like us to pick? You pick. All right. Uh, Becca. Yeah, that was I what I was going to say too. Yeah. Becca, are you from Augusta? I am born and raised from awesome. Augusta, Georgia. Where'd you go to high school? Oh, I knew this question was going to come up. <laughs> it always does. So um, I was homeschooled the whole way through. Nothing's um, wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with it, but there's a lot of stigma <laughs> that comes around in jokes. Co-op? Um, co-op? Yes, I went okay. to co-op. Yeah. I know a little bit the about Robinsons, homeschool. The Robinsons, they okay. were there yeah. with us. And, I don't know yeah. what that is, but continue. <laughs> it's, it's a family. It's a family. Okay, okay. <laughs> It's, 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 it's basically like homeschoolers in the area go take classes together gotcha. a couple okay. times a week. And okay. then from there, you get assignments for the rest of the week. So it's kind of like private school, but not really because okay. we're homeschooled. And but. real quick, it would be irresponsible if we didn't shout out the fact that you are the sister to one of our fantastic friends, Daniel Wilson. Yes. Daniel, yes. you may or may not listen to this episode, but if you are, just know you are in our thoughts right now. Um, yes. He will listen. <laughs> Becca, you, you were homeschooled. Was that all through high school? It was. That is a very different experience. It so was. When, when you're homeschooled and when you're thinking about, like, what you want to do, where you want to go to school, like, how is that process for you? You mean, like, college? Correct. I don't I think you can go to home college. Honestly, didn't right? know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Want to bet? Um, <laughs> there are people that... I would that, sign up for that. There are people that homeschool through college. Um, I will talk after this. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) Um, So I honestly didn't know. Um, I was kind of conflicted about what I wanted to do after high school. Um, There was my my family's very musically inclined, and so there was not pressure, but just like a lot of people thought we would go into music. Um, So I actually left Augusta and went to Michigan for a couple of years. And University of Michigan? Nope. nope. Okay. Um, I (laughs) went to a very small Bible college for two years. um, And it was just very focused on pretty much just discovering who you are um, in the light of the gospel and those kind of things. So it was really great, and I loved it. And that led me back to Augusta, and I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Um, so through that experience, I came back and went to Georgia Military and then transferred to Augusta University and started teaching. Awesome. Okay. Where, where do you teach? I teach at Grovetown High School. What? what? Um, Warriors lead the way. Um, <laughs> it's great. I've been there for seven years and I love my school. Seven years. Yeah. What grade? I teach this year. I'm going to teach seniors for the first time, actually. But um, I've taught ninth that, that and should be 11th easy. grade. For that should be time. easy, right? I'm looking yeah, forward to it. They're almost humans by that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I've, I've had a lot of them before, which is fun. Um, so I should know a good amount of them, which right. is nice. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. It'll be That's a change. Great. That's so great. So you, you kind of have this very unique background. And right now, you know, you guys do this back deck booking, which is very cool. You have concerts. You know, growing up, it seems like religion was a big thing to you. Was music also very important to your life at that point? Yes. So my mom was the music director at a church. And so we grew Which up church? Um, a very small church in McBean, Georgia. McBean. Yes. <laughs> it's not McBean. Um, it is. There's an well, A in it, though. It, 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 for pe- locals, it's Mac. <laughs> There oh, it is. Okay. If you're driving okay. through, it's Mick. It's like Martinez. Okay. But yeah. Martinez. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she actually um, made sure all of us played an instrument at some point. So what I, was your instrument? I play violin. Very cool. Um, she taught piano growing up. So like literally in my house, I was never quiet. There was always someone playing guitar or piano lesson happening or... Um, I told someone this the other day when Zach and I got married, I was very nervous about it just being the two of us because I come from a big family. And, like, I'm used to waking up at midnight with and telling someone to get off the piano. Like, please stop playing the piano. Yeah. It's midnight. It is so annoying to go to church with her family because they <laughs> sing seven different parts. That's like, like my family. Hymn, and I'm like, I'm telling you. can somebody sing a melody? I just need one person <laughs> on the melody so that I can follow you guys. And then they, it's for like Daniel and her other brother, Jonathan. It's just hilarious. They go like the deep, deep bass parts and then the girls are way up high. You know, I think hold I'd on. pay real money to hear just Daniel sing. Hold on, hold on. He's got a great voice. Daniel's what? a good singer. What instrument did he play? Daniel plays guitar and he plays piano. What? Wow. Yeah. Daniel, next wow. Augusta Rocks episode. Get on <laughs> yeah. up here, bud. Let's hear yeah, some music. Yeah, we need some keys. <laughs> so you played violin. What I kind of do. music were you into? So I was trained classically. So mm-hmm. it was with um, Suzuki Strings of Augusta. Shout out. And I love them. And they're still around. They're still doing awesome things. Um, so I played with them. And they had an orchestra or an ensemble, they called it, and stuff like that. So I played with them from the time I was five till I graduated from high school. Um, and they were mostly um, classical music. So... It was great. I loved it. I loved violin, um, but did not want to go into music like to go to school for it. It's mm-hmm. just a different world, um, and it's great. And I, you know, people who are who go to school for it are so good, but I did not want to go that route. Um, but yeah, definitely grew up surrounded by it all day, every day. <laughs> music was a big part of our lives. So you moved back from Michigan. You went to GMC to to get certified to be a teacher. Um, once you graduated from GMC, once you left, um, what kind of was the journey from then? Had had you met Zach yet? No. Um, so I went to GMC and transferred to AU and finished my degree at AU. Um, and then from there... And when was that? I'm sorry. Well, I graduated at AU in 2013. Okay. Wow, you're so old. So you did not graduate from AU. <laughs> that was yes, Zach that said that and not me. But it was GRU. <laughs> no, I transferred... Oh, yes, it was. It I was got two GRU, diplomas. Right? Listen, yeah, yeah, they were changing go. the name every right. year for a while there, so we don't know where we don't get I got started. two diplomas. There's like four don't diplomas. Don't get me started. The one right. that says Augusta State University is like this big. That's the, the one, one that you want. Says yep. Georgia Regents. Yeah, I got huge. two as well. And I was like, oh, I didn't bring either of them. <laughs> I didn't either. I don't even know where mine are. Terrible. Side note, my dog literally chewed my my college diploma my college. <laughs> <laughs> like i just found it one day and my it was dog ate up. my diploma that's a new one <laughs> yeah no it happened i was like i can an employer's never gonna believe 
Yeah, I, I swear I graduated though. <laughs> Someone has a record. So you graduated from AU. Yeah, you graduated from newly minted GRU. Yep. Which by the way, I started in twenty thirteen. So oh, there's a little bit oh. of a cross and Chris was there at that time too. I graduated Lock. fifteen at GRU. There we go. Unfortunately. When you I'm left glad there that chapters passed. <laughs> but AU AU is asking for my money. Oh, oh they know. So I guess AU. I don't know. So when you left there, um, you wanted to be a teacher. Were you kind of at the point where you wanted to get back involved in music at, at yet? Or like, how was your relationship at that point with yes, music? So while I was in college, um, I actually formed a band with two other guys that I know. Um, we were called the Ramblin' Fevers. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> that and was you playing violin? Yes. I love this crossover. That's this incredible. Awesome. And um, it was so much fun. We had, we're on Spotify. Yeah, that, that's um, with Stephen Dodd, right? Yes, yes. Stephen Dodd and David Beverly. That's um, incredible. And is it Ramblin' with an uh, N, N apostrophe? Yeah. It's named after a Merle Haggard song. Okay. Um, yeah. Y'all played at Sky City a couple times. I it was incredible. love and miss <clears throat> Sky City so very much. Um, yes. It was, that's a huge part of our story, actually, for why we started what we did. Yeah, I was going to um, say, we should keep count of how many times we say Sky City. Yes. <laughs> this podcast, yeah, we love it. it was, yeah. It was a big part of, <laughs> of uh, yeah of playing music so we played um we played for several years like five or six years together really? yeah it was i loved it it was a solid band it was so fun it was solid. um a three-part uh folk music um steven played banjo i played violin and david was on guitar and it was it was a lot of fun so was that like 2012 to 2017 type years it was a little bit before that um i want to say like maybe 2010 to 2015 okay kind of um, yeah, and then um, you know, we one of us got married, and then one of us. Um, yeah, David's a chef actually; he has his own restaurant now in Asheville. Um, and Very so, cool. you know, we all kind of went our separate ways, and um, we had such a great time in the band, and we all talk regularly. But Stephen's um, doing music. He's Stephen Dodd is still doing music. Yeah, he sure is. Georgia. Outlaws. Georgia, Florida line? No. Georgia sidekicks. Georgia sidekicks. Okay. That's Georgia okay. sidekicks. Very cool. Check them out. Yes. Locally based, or yes. at least at they some point. They are locally based. <laughs> we'll be back with the rest of the story, how they met, and Zach's side of coming up with music. But first, this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewing Company. Have you tried the new beer, Sunga of Kong? Or have you tried any of the session IPAs that Savannah River Brewing Company is making. Guys, they are brewing beer like it's job. Oh wait, it is their job. They're here to make sure that beer is good and that beer is for everyone. Check them out. Ice cold beer at Savannah River Brewing Company. Check them out. Make sure you look them up on Facebook. See what's going on that day. I always like to do that before I head down to the Savannah River Brewing Company to see what kind of activities I can get involved in or what kind of live music I can hear. Check them out. Savannah River Brewing Company. So I think this is a good point to uh, merge over to yeah. Zach. Yeah. We got to get his backstory because we not, we got to learn how y'all met. We're about to see and the then, meeting, right? Yeah. So uh, Zach, are you from Augusta? I am not from Augusta originally. I'm from uh, Ocala, Florida originally. Okay. All right. Uh, then I moved to Claremont, Florida, which is like right outside Orlando, like 30 minutes from Disney. Uh, and then I moved here in high school, uh, ninth grade. Uh, uh, what was I, the purpose? Uh, my dad, let's see, my dad got a job up here. My mom was from here, and this is where they met. 
So we okay. moved up here. Uh, yeah, so I spent all of high school up here in North Augusta uh, and then have been here ever since. My parents moved back to Florida uh, and left me. Left you. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't have – yeah, they're all gone. My brother stayed in Florida whenever they moved up here. So, yeah, so I just – Leaned on to y'all's family, <laughs> to Becca's family. So, so uh, did you? Where'd you go to college? Uh, so I started at USCA. Okay, uh, I did two years there, and then I moved over to, man, Augusta State. Give me the, the year. First one? Give me the year. I'll give you the name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been two thousand eight. I'd be in Augusta State. ASU, University. Yeah, 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 for sure. ASU the second. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Ar- not to be mistaken for Arizona State University. <laughs> nope. But we did have a pretty awesome basketball team. We Heck went yeah. To like yeah. the Division II Final Four. Oh, yeah. Siler, I think, I think was there's the... a banner from 2008, actually, yeah. in the gym yeah. right now. Yeah, it's probably real dusty. <laughs> 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 because I'm old, not because there's not others. Also. There you go. That's there what I mean. That was a nice I don't so, say that. So what'd you study? Uh, I, had, I got a degree in marketing. So okay. I was like, what's the easiest path? And that's what I decided was marketing. Uh, I always tell everybody... Uh, my motto is C's get degrees. And I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Sounds like, like a business major. Yep. And then I got to my first interview and they were like, what's your GPA? And I'm like, <laughs> not relevant, bro. I graduated. My dog chewed it up, but I got the degree. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, and so what do you do now? Uh, so now I work at ADP. Uh, Becca always jokes around that I'm like Chandler. She doesn't know how to explain what I do to people. Uh, Fair. Yeah. But yeah, I work with uh, companies who do performance reviews and compensation increases. So. It's a lot of fun. That's Definitely what I fun. thought I was going to do with my marketing degree. Yeah. So taking that taking that to the the level of music, right? You know, we kind of talked about how Becca has this background. She's playing uh, music since she was a child. Uh, very unique, very unique instrument choice too. I respect that a lot. Honestly, um, I don't mean to throw jabs, but uh, it's very homeschool. <laughs> to play violin, <laughs> you got it in. I can you only, got got it in. I can you got only it say because I have many friends that are homeschooled <laughs> that all played either piano or violin. There you go. Yeah. So, did you have like a relationship with music when you were growing up? Yeah. Uh, like, what was that like for you? Yeah. So, I grew up playing music. Uh, my family is not musical. My brother started on guitar. Uh, my parents did not play anything. The Todds are notoriously Todds. awful singers. Yeah. Have you ever seen Scrubs? <laughs> I've seen a few episodes. So you know the Todd? No. Oh my goodness. We'll talk he's after the, the show. He's we'll not a Todd. We'll talk after the show. He's not a Todd. No, no he's not. That's not fine if I am. I don't. I've been called worse. I'm so sure. So the Todds were not super musical. Well, yeah, the Todds as a fam- as a unit, right. we were not a musical <laughs> unit. Uh, no, but my brother and I both played. I started on piano. Uh, my parents at one point were like paying me to take piano lessons, as uh, do all parents when strategy. they're learning how to play yeah, piano. Just, they were like just just do it and now i'm like kicking myself but my brother played guitar and i saw that he was getting girls and i was like well that's this is stupid i'm playing guitar nobody's lining up <laughs> yeah. to watch me yeah. play piano <laughs> nobody's lining up to see me play chopsticks hold so. on <laughs> hold on let, let me, me just learn w- smells like teen spirit and let me let me whip out my keys on the beach yeah exactly <laughs> now that would work now you got an electronic one you do uh, that. that's right but so you so you transitioned to guitar? Yeah, so I transitioned to guitar, and that was kind of my thing. I, uh, I also grew up in church, uh, and so I've, man, I've been playing in worship bands in some form or fashion for, we're talking about this this weekend, but over 20 years. So just always have played music. And then uh, around the same time that Becca and the Ramblin' Fevers were getting together, probably a couple years before that, 
Uh, me and a few guys started a band that's so much nerdier than Becca's <laughs> band uh, called Mazes and Monsters. Uh, Love that. It, which was like a it was like a off brand D and D. I was going to ask if yeah. you Love exclusively played D and D parties. No, no. It was uh, our our singer Kenny Benson, uh, who I love, and will appreciate me saying is super nerdy. And he was just like, I have this movie in my Netflix queue. It's when they used to mail them to you. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. it's called yeah, uh, it Mazes and Monsters. And he's like, that sounds like a cool band name, right? And we were like, yeah, because you never come up with a cool band name. Right. Like, they're never going to be cool to you guys. Like, to other people, like, oh, that's a cool band name. Uh, but anyway, so we started that. We wanted to be Radiohead with every fiber of our being. So we, right. had lap, we had three laptops on stage and a bunch of guitars and keyboards. And, uh, yeah, we had fun. We played Sky City a bunch, uh, kind of around the time of my instant lunch uh was around at the time uh turf war was a band around at the time uh yeah a bunch of it was fun that was a fun time in that like 2008 to 2015 range like coco was just like killing it at sky city at yeah that time. do y'all have like original recorded music that people can find becca does on spotify Rainbow i know Fevers becca do. we know oh, becca does yeah, we are not on spotify i actually texted kenny the other day i was like how do we get on there and he's like i think it costs money nope it does not no nope. really it's no. free it's super easy oh uh-huh. yeah i'm it gonna get like the guys minutes. in yeah uh yeah, somewhere i can find it, it. there used to be these things called cds uh, <laughs> and we made some of those <laughs> uh, can you explain discs. that concept to yeah me? so there's like a laser and then it <laughs> shoots it onto this thing plays the music have you seen cars that actually don't put cd players in them anymore it's kidding. it's actually a, it's thing. a heartbreaker honestly it, it is feels so old. what I, they're gonna start doing next is there's gonna be a record player in your car <laughs> and we're just gonna take the full through the full the it's full gonna go all the way back right it just so, sounds so much better doesn't it right <laughs> speed bump <laughs> that's it except when you go for a speed bump <laughs> you lose the record. <laughs> the record's gone. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, and I don't know why, about having a record player in a car. And I feel like there'd have to be hydraulics it would have or to, something, yeah. right? Yeah. You'd yeah. pay a lot of money for that. So, Zach, we're <laughs> going to try to stay on topic. We are <laughs> we are failing, and I, I do blame Zach McCabe for that, not you guys. Oh, um, good, good. <laughs> so you were playing in this band. You yep. guys played at Sky City. You were Radiohead 2.0. Oh, yeah. Just 100%. slightly better. Um, <laughs> you know... Why, what happened to make that not the case anymore? Uh, yeah, I think same thing kind of Becca said was that, you know, you just get older and kind of priorities shift. I think at yeah. some point in every band's life, they realize like, oh, that's probably not going to happen. I'm probably not going to be, I'm probably not going to be the rock star I thought I was going to be because uh, I was destined for it. I was really like, <laughs> I wasn't good at the music, but I was good at being a rock star. I was like, yeah, I could flail around on stage and be an idiot. I had hair. And I would like put it in my face, uh, but yeah. So you I guys think, were real swashbucklers. Yeah, up there. we are real swashbucklers up there. Yes, uh, I was uh, saving that for later, but <laughs> never mind. I, I have to ask: Did you meet her at a concert, or did you meet him at a concert, or so did y'all meet down down downstairs? So we we had been dating for like a year, right? And we were. I had a. How'd y'all a, meet though? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> So we had been dating for a year. That's part of the story. That's the that uh, happened first. Yeah, yeah. No, we just dated. We didn't know each other. I was texting. I was like, "Hey, I found your phone." She's like, "You want to date?" I'm like, "Yeah." Uh, no. We met later. <laughs> we had uh, we had been dating for maybe a little less than a year, but my friend Luke Crown, who I lived with at the time, was a worship leader 
uh, and he led worship at Warren. And uh, we talked about, I don't know, meeting through friends or something. She's like, I think it was here, here. Luke's like, you guys met 10 years ago. And we're like, what are you talking about? I was like, you guys both played to that worship service with me. She played violin and you played guitar. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, you ruined that violin solo. And she's like, ha you had hair. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I did butcher a violin solo. I was told two days beforehand about it. It was not it. her fault. I was also 16. Yeah. And I was in front of college kids. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, come up here and play this. And I was like, oh, okay. And butchered it. <laughs> oh, it like, was so embarrassing. <laughs> so that's how we met. That is how we met originally. Uh, but then after that, we kind of just met through friends. Our bands did play together maybe a couple times. Uh, just as guys did. They used to do, uh, Coco used to do Festivus, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a bunch of different bands. And so he would kind of like make them almost like random pairings. Massive Coco shout out, by the way. He's uh, yeah. We will continue to Local talk about genius. him. Yeah, okay. He is a lot of the reason we do. He's a majority of the reason we do what we're doing. Yeah. I would recommend anybody that wants to check out his episode because it yes, has a it lot was of... very good. Thank yes. you for saying that. I enjoyed he it. He has so many cool stories. And his yeah. voice is yeah. just... Yes. Yeah, I just you wanted to listen trance. to him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you guys met. What? Mm-hmm. When did y'all meet? What year did... Original, let's say originally, the first one with the wrecked violin okay. solo and then the actual meeting that happened. All right, yeah, we're going to have to do some math. So that would have been... <laughs> That would have had to have been 2005 or six when we yeah. first met, when you killed the violin solo. And when, you, and when, you, and when you had hair. Yeah, when I had hair. Yeah. And it was going. Well, let's be honest. It was going. <laughs> uh, so then we probably touched base again. I, I'd started a ministry in Augusta called A Love Project at the time, uh, and she had come to a couple of those, uh, which is like a worship service slash like service thing. Uh, and so she gave him a couple of those. That would have been probably 2009, 10-ish, somewhere in there. Probably 10, 2010. So we, that's where we met. We started dating in 2012, right? Because you were dating somebody, and then y'all <laughs> broke up. When did okay. y'all break up? Yeah, you do this. Okay. When did y'all break you up? You do this. We started dating <laughs> in 2013. And <laughs> I was Hold off. on. No, it's okay. We started dating in January of 2013. We were engaged December 2013. Whoa. We got married November 2014. He's like, wow, someone should have told me. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm watching his it's face. It's funny because actually I'm terrible with dates usually, but I do remember that it was like a very. You remember for, the important dates. Yeah. He, he doesn't. Sometimes He's I, there for them though. Yeah. Hey, um, but before I'm sort of that, um, my best friend, you guys lived together. Or she lived in the house and you moved in right after. Oh man, that's so funny. We she yeah, she lived in a house and I had taken over her room and she moved out. But all of the original people that lived in that house did that same thing. So the landlord came by and was like, Who are all these people? We're all like, We live here, we pay rent to you. She's like, Nobody's on a lease. You can't do you can't just move out <laughs> and have somebody move in. One of those people was my bandmate. So David okay, okay. and yeah. him lived together. Yeah. Gotcha. And so we were I was going over there for band practice and stuff and you were there. So someone could make a movie about y'all where you like run into each other and <laughs> yeah, then don't like and then you run in later. Yeah. That's she famously did not care for me. I did not like Zach. Met. This is so a true story. I asked her band to, pr- I would try to watch Netflix and they would practice in the living room. Can you guys go in this? this back dark room and shut the door, please? I'm trying to watch TV. Sounds pretty reasonable. Like, honestly. Yeah. Stick around. When we get back, we talk about the inception point of back deck booking and a little bit about what they've had going on and what they see for themselves in the future. And on the topic of the future, 
I'm going to talk to you really quickly about our friends at the clubhouse. They provide a really great solution for all different types of problems that may come up in the process of doing business in the 21st century. Whether you're looking for a co-working office space, whether you're an inventor or a maker that has a prototype to be built, whether you're a startup that wants to accelerate or grow your small business, whether you want to learn coding and network with developers, or whether you just want to get ingratiated into the world of cyber, the clubhouse is a great place to start. They're located at the third floor of the Cyber Center. Uh, They're a fantastic organization and support local all of the time. Uh, If you want to learn more about what they do and potentially support them or join their network, you can go to their website at theclubhouse.se. You type in the clubhouse in the search bar. You put the period before the S-E. So y'all got y'all got married in 2013, 14. December 14, 2014, December 2014, November, November. That's okay. I was close. We got engaged. It's not my anniversary. December 2013, married. Gotcha. November. Okay. So gotcha. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. So y'all got married in 2014, end yep. of the year, um, and I guess at that time y'all both knew that each other had this musical background because you had experienced that you know second degree of separation. You know, really for like 10, 11 years by that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the, the question I have for you guys is when did you decide to start putting on concerts in your backyard? <laughs> and w- and also, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good question. So, um, Zach's family's in Florida and we had gone to visit them one time. And on the way home, it's a good six hour drive. Um, we were just kind of talking and reminiscing about Sky City, um, bringing mm-hmm. it up again, but it did play such a major role um, in our lives and just how we missed the um, support that Coco gave local mm-hmm. bands. If you came to him and said, hey, we're a local band and we're playing music, he would say, get on my stage. And I'm by the supporting way, you. he's back doing that I now. Know, he's yeah. back so doing exciting. that. Um, we've been talking to him, so we'll talk about that too. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so, and he, I mean, just like his stage was Augusta stage. I mean, he right. wanted every, any band that was playing in locally in Augusta to be on in Sky City. Um, and so we talked about that and just kind of reminiscing of how much we missed that. And um, while Augusta has a good music scene, we do feel like Augusta was lacking a place that musicians could come and play original music um, Mm. for an audience that wanted to be there to hear original music. Um, I know that there is original music happening in Augusta, so I don't want to say that that doesn't happen. It does. But a lot of times I feel like local musicians are playing um, in a bar and they're kind of background music and people are there to hang out and have a couple drinks. Um, well, and it's easier if you're at a bar to play music everybody likes. Exactly. Because then they'll like you. Right. Yeah, you want to play the hits, right. the things people sing to right. and dance right. to. Well, and when you get hired to play at a bar, like, usually it's for a three or four hour set. Right. A couple breaks. And so right. you're not going to, I mean, unless you're like Bruce or something, you're not going to have a three hour set. Right. You might have music. two songs and you're right. like, when do I work these in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as we were talking about it, um, we were like, man, I really wish there was some place that would just have local people who wanted to play their original music. Um, and we were like, we should do it. How should we go about this? What if we did it on our backyard? This kind of <laughs> sounds like a Shark Tank pitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so we changed our back deck. 
um, because there's like this pole in the middle and I was like it's not doesn't look like a stage let's make it look like a stage so we completely changed the deck um, and rearranged some things to kind of make it look more like a stage and we we're like let's see how this goes let's just invite some people to come play and invite the community to come hang out in our backyard and hear some music and it worked <laughs> people <laughs> right. really liked it and they come out um, to hear um, local musicians come and play music in our backyard so um, when was that? When was the first back deck booking? This 2019. 2019. Um, July of 2019. Um, so it had been like June that we went to see your parents, your family, and then we were like, "Let's just do it." Yeah, let's we're, just do we're, it. We're, like it, it's our backyard. We'll just have people out. We'll play music, uh, and we just kind of pieced it together and, and figured it out as we went. And uh, we talked about uh, like who's playing. We, I mean, we were kind of so far removed out of the scene at that time because Coco had really. I mean, he had moved on to the Miller at that point. Uh, Sky City was no longer. It was where's that weird? City. Yeah, but even before that, it was that weird transition of when it was yeah. Sky City, but it wasn't really yeah, Sky City. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It was yeah. that thing. It was like a bar called Sky City. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like this isn't this. Well, for all of us curmudgeons who played music right, right. back then, we're like this isn't the same. Right. Um, so we we're like, <laughs> right, there's nowhere to play. Right. So we just did it, and we were like, well, who? We were so far removed from. We we're like, who even plays music anymore? So. I mean, we spent probably a couple months in, the, in those first couple months just like, all right, who who's out there? And just right. posting on, like, the we used to call them message boards, uh, on, like, the groups on Facebook, music groups in Augusta. And, like, hey, who does? Yeah, it was a thing in the 2000s. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I keep referencing how old I am. Uh, but, yeah, we just, like, put messages out there. Like, hey, who plays original music? You know, who do you guys want to hear? Uh, we've had a lot of support from our friends throughout the way. Um but yeah, it's been it's been really cool. And who can go to these? Can can just normal swashbucklers go? Yeah, Indeed. normal swashbucklers. Okay, Indeed. normal. Okay. Um, they are all ages, so that's that's another really fun thing. Is like um, some of these people who are in bands and they have younger siblings. Their siblings can come here and play in our backyard. They couldn't go necessarily to a bar and see their big brother play, but they could yeah. hear. So it's kind of a neat little thing to see is families coming out yeah. and being able to hear their kids perform. And also it's from 8 to 10, which is a lot earlier than right. a lot of bars um, have music. Yeah, so. usually bars start at 10. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, you know. Yeah, when uh, Corey, so a guy I played with here and there, Corey, uh, Corey Cromer uh, from Wandermunk. Uh, shout his, out Corey. Yeah, shout out Corey. His band is on, uh, it's actually called, uh, y'all edit Roanoke. all these arms, I'm sure. Yeah, Roanoke. So. Uh, whenever, thanks. Uh, whenever Roanoke, uh, they came and played, uh, Corey Cromer, uh, it was his dad's first time seeing his band. And he was like, yeah, everywhere else I play is just too late. Like yeah. my parents yeah. aren't going to come out and see us. Uh, they want to come out at one in the morning or whatever it is. And so, yeah, he got to, his family is there, but it's really cool. All the musicians who do play always comment on like, they get really nervous. And it's so funny. I've seen like a handful of them that are really good. And the guys that you see out playing out and about all the time, they're like, uh, people are listening. <laughs> they're like, they're all watching me, and this is right. really weird. So we really kind of took on this persona of an outdoor listening room uh, at that point uh, when we were living uh, in Harrisburg, and that's where we were doing Artist on Deck was in our backyard there. Uh, and so now we're kind of like transitioning to a actual listening room downtown, and we're kind of making the right. – yeah. bridging the two together. I saw y'all's uh, post a couple months ago – or a lot more than a couple months ago. They a all few. are moving. Yeah. And uh, I was very curious to see what happened. So what what happened? 
Why did we move? Not why you moved, okay. but what happened to back deck? I mean, it's it's obviously still happening, but what? where what's is the it difference? now? Yeah. yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, so um, we moved, and we knew that the place that we were moving to was not going to be able to um, house artists on deck is what we call it. We came in with that because it's on our back deck, so it's like artists Genius. on deck. So, so, so um, back deck booking is like, let me explain, because everybody's always like, back deck, artists on deck. Back deck is like kind of the... Location. We have, well, no, back deck <laughs> is. Uh, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm sorry. it is actually. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, no, back deck booking is what we came up with as like a production company. So like our hope okay. and goal in the future is to maybe actually book shows, like where we book tours. And so the production company would be, or the you know whoever brings them in would be back deck booking. Uh, Artist on deck is this concert series that we put on. Got it. Gotcha. So, got it. So we knew that the new house wasn't going to be good for artists on deck, and so we've been trying to contact people um, about where we could host it. We wanted um, it to be outside, and we wanted to keep it keep that kind of vibe going. But the places that I um, had contacted, um, one of the cool things about artists on deck is that it is donations based, and so when you come, you're just donating to the artists that play. There's no ticket price. It, um, we ask for five dollars, but you could always give more. Usually, people do, um, and so I didn't want to get into having to rent a place and then charge tickets and yeah. do all that because I like that it's donations based. I like that people come and we're they're purposefully there to listen to you. They're purposefully there to support you. Um, and so for us, we were looking and looking and could not find a place that would that would just suit what we were trying to do. Um, and our church actually contacted us and they were like, hey, why don't you guys use our building um, for Artists on Deck? And I was so excited because it's perfect for it. Um, it's on Broad Street, 930 Broad Street. It ho- holds 250 people seated. Um, it's got a great stage. It's got the sound system already set up and I don't have to, they're letting us use it so I can still keep it donations based. Um, and which, there's air condition and there's, and there's no <laughs> bugs and there's air condition. Um, well, I don't know about no bugs, less, less bugs. There's bugs. I don't know. There's no <laughs> bugs. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's super exciting. So we've been there for a few months now. Um, and the response has been very encouraging. Um, just to have that space where um, you, artists come in and there's tables and we've got candles yeah. in the room and it's just a listening room atmosphere where you come in and you get to hear people's original music. Um, and they're, I mean, yeah, the response is just really encouraging from artists and from local people who are like, this and is. Is it, I'm sorry. No, you're I was, good. Is it still uh, donation based? Yes, and, it's still donation based. And I did, I did notice with y'all's concerts, y'all had BYOB. Is it yes, still that? It's still by BYOB. That's incredible. Yes. Until it's not. Until <laughs> it's I keep not. telling people, yeah. I'm like, yes, BYOB. I mean, I think the thing is. Uh, people aren't getting crazy right. there. Yes. You're just having a drink while you're yeah. watching. And the, then you'll, yeah. when you walk in, you'll know that that's the vibe. You know, right. like you're coming in, you're having a couple of drinks while you listen to local music. It's definitely not like a. We're partying. But it, it's truly an intimate experience <laughs> yes, for exactly. the artist and yeah. the it's, the audience. What I love about it, honestly, is that artists get to tell their stories, too, yes. about what the song is about, how they got to this song, who inspired this song. Um, so it's a lot of, like, singing and also them just telling them, telling the audience about themselves and their art. Um, it, should, it is intimate. It's just, it's an experience. So you're going to come in and no, no <laughs> same show is going to be the same. That's incredible. These two artists, two different artists every night that come in and they're going to tell their stories and their backgrounds and you're going to get to know them kind of. Um, so it's, it is, it's intimate and it's just, it's special. Like it's just the fun thing that 
we get to do. And, and y'all start early and y'all yeah. end early-ish. And so people can now, yeah. now that you're downtown, they can so just yeah, walk to. So yeah, after every show at 9.30 broad since we moved there, I always tell everybody to go to Stillwater because that's like Becca and I's bar. Like that's where we go. Right. You know, anytime we go out, it's Hashtag bring back pint night. Oh, <laughs> I, I know, Me too for real though. Matt, I know you're listening. Get it going. Bring it back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to finish off this incredible episode with the folks from Back Deck Booking, Zach and Becca Todd, uh, right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. But first, I want to do a quick shout out to Augusta Podcast Studio and to what's going on in Augusta right now. If you are interested in creating a broadcast or maybe you're just not sure where you're taking your brand and your marketing and all of that stuff in the 21st century, or maybe you've just heard about Augusta Podcasts and it sounds kind of cool and you want to learn more, check out the website, AugustaPodcast.com. Shoot an email over to connect at AugustaPodcast at gmail.com. We'd be happy to show you what's going on. It's really, really exciting and we want to bring as many people as we can along with us. All right. Speaking of alcohol, we've got these four drinks sitting here. Zach, will you pass them out? And and I can't help but notice that they look a little different. Will you tell us about what you've done today? I would love to, David. <laughs> All right. So this is a little choose your own adventure rum drink here. <laughs> so we got one that's like it's a classic rum old fashioned and it's going to be delicious and rummy and have a nice like Barbados rum in there. They've had it in their bar for too long. It just was calling to me. <laughs> um, and the other one is similar to a rum old fashioned, but it's actually called a tea punch and it uses like a very grassy rum. So if you're into like weird flavors, try that one. But if you just want something like simple and easy to sip on, the rum old fashioned is the way to go. Which, so, which one do you think a swashbuckler would uh, drink? The, the, the tea punch for sure. Okay. Okay. Noted. So what do y'all want? I'm going to go. I'm an old-fashioned kind of guy. So. I'm going to do tea punch. You can tell it's summer because mm. Zach's favorite alcohol is rum, and he is really taking this opportunity to go hard on the rum. You know, this we were just talking about. Delicious. We were just talking about that, and, and we don't really do a lot of rum, but this is really tasty. Uh, and, and just to finish the plug, you can find Zach at All Equal Parts doing his uh, – his liquor tastings. Uh, what is the next couple of events you have coming up? This is your chance right here. Yeah, so I do monthly events now, uh, a couple of different monthly events. We got one coming up later in July at Noble Jones, the last uh, Saturday of the month. Look for monthly events. And uh, if you look for like the one-off spirits, spirits tasting events or other cocktail classes and just do a lot of fun, a lot of fun drinking and uh, experimenting and Fun knowledge exploration and swashbuckling. Oh, right. everybody's <laughs> in on the action. And Zach's off the mic for the rest of the <laughs> Thank you, Zach. We really appreciate it. Um, I just tried this uh, this grass drink, and I don't understand what I tasted, but I'm excited about it anyways. Um, it's definitely a punch. It's definitely a punch. I love it. Let's get back to you guys. We're talking about the new location. We're talking about uh, the kind of the updates about what's going on and, and how back deck booking is going. Um, what are some shows y'all have coming up that you want, that you want to talk about? Yes. Yeah, so July is our two year anniversary and what? we're so excited. That's um, incredible. We have some fun stuff planned, some giveaways and, um, yeah, we're very excited. Um, our artist that night are Adam Sands, who is, what's the date? 
Adam Sands. Yes. yes. We actually are having him for our Guest Rocks concert. And so this exciting. by this time that this happens, <laughs> yeah, it'll this be is way. It's this Friday, which as of this recording or as of this posting is two weeks ago. Yes. But he, <laughs> he was so good, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, Timber Choir killed it, man. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe how good they were. We've been friends with Adam for a long time. He's yeah. definitely one of my favorite people. Incredibly talented. And the nicest people yeah. like oh. him and his wife both Absolutely. are the nicest yeah. people you will ever meet so i'm so sorry what no, was what was the date uh july 24th july 24th yes it's our two-year anniversary um so we're having adam sands come and a band from athens called pickled holler um very excited and actually they have a bandmate in augusta as well Taylor Swan. Yeah. yeah. You should get uh, Will's Dills up in there. Ooh, <clears throat> we should. So we were talking about having some people out. There's a nice little patio. I don't know if y'all have seen uh, the Doris building. Yep. It's right next to yeah. Book Tavern. Uh, yeah, Book Tavern. And so there's like a patio, and we want to get some people out there to maybe sell some things or serve great. drinks. Maybe all equal parts will want to come out and you know do some tasting or something. I don't know. That'd be fun. That Making would be plans. cool. Yeah. By the time this releases, we'll know for sure what <laughs> <Exactly>. they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> But that's really cool. Um, I'm. I have a serious question. Um, you guys were doing concerts in your backyard for a year and a half, right? <laughs> approximately. Yeah. Um, how is that legal? <laughs> so why do you ask? You don't ask. You okay. Just, okay. Um, Did you ever you, get in trouble? I, that's the question. No. We okay. have amazing neighbors. We told okay. all of them what we were doing. And they it's eight to ten. That's not unreasonable. Thousand percent supported us. They are the best. I loved them. We even went behind the house. And told people behind us, like, hey, we're doing this thing. <laughs> if it's too loud, if you would please come to us first before you call right. any. We had our church know. out one time, and we did a, not an artist on deck, but we did a hymn sing in our backyard. And so when I went to talk to the neighbor behind us, she's like, oh, it's good. I really like when y'all sing those hymns. Those that was good. And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." Well, it's Fenwick next week, and they're real loud. Uh, so yeah, that was I think one time. One time I saw a cops kind of circle by, and it was more so. There are so many cars on the street, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and we try to encourage everybody to Uber when it was there, but yeah, now downtown we don't have to worry about that. Another, yeah. another That's benefit. a blessing. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah. So, so no you, trouble. We'd so ask. Also, I think because it's donation space. Yeah. Because I'm not asking for money. Mm. We don't make money off yeah, of this. Yeah, especially if you're like selling way. alcohol it or anything like that. It is a thousand percent. All the money goes to the artist. So it, for Say us, that it, again. One thousand percent, all the money goes to the artist. So we don't make any money off of this. It's non. It's not profit for us. It's just something we wanted to do. So when we're taking donations at the door, we're not. I think that's why we can legally do it in the backyard because you can't tell us we can't do that. So, it's just a house party. Yeah, yeah and it's after done at ten. So, um, so yeah. So and the same applies for the new location as well. Anything that they make at the door, or we put their Venmo out there too, so people can Venmo if they didn't Very bring cool. cash. Um, all of that goes directly to the artists. So. And y'all kind of mentioned, you know, this production company. Mm-hmm. Will you talk a little bit more about, like, what that is, what that means? I will, yeah, because it's always my... It's I'm the dreamer, I feel like, a lot of times. And so there, there's not a lot that's... Uh, let me start that over. So uh, <laughs> the production company is kind of like the umbrella of what puts on artists on deck, right? So... We, uh, when we started this, we were like, well, what should we call this? Uh, and back deck kind of came up because it's on our back deck. Uh, and it's my dream and what I want to do eventually now that we have this space uh, and how we can use this space. 
is to have bands that are maybe touring regionally. One of the best things that uh, Coco used to do was he would always put local bands with like these national bands that would come yeah. through. And that was such a cool way and a cool service for the music yeah. community in Augusta to like get plugged in, make connections. Exactly. And that's what we want to do is maybe with back deck booking, we want to start bringing in some concerts where maybe we do charge tickets or something like that. We make it a little bit more of a professional, uh, you know, concert. Yeah. Uh, instead of the artist on deck listening room, we make it a concert and we can start plugging in some of these artists we've had at artist on deck uh, to open, to, you know, make those connections with people. So that's uh, the dream. Uh, and now it's figuring out how to make it a reality. That's huge because a lot of the local bands around here don't have that opportunity to talk to people that are actually big and going on tours. So yeah. a lot of them have these big dreams and easily, And by the way, they're very talented, very talented. And they just obviously COVID hit. You can't, Ooh. you didn't tour, but especially now it's so important because now you're putting them in front of these people that have, you know, agents mm -hmm. or people that actually book these tours for the next two years mm -hmm. and they can talk to them about how that works and just network. It's great. It's a great idea. Yeah. I think that's, that was what we always looked up to, uh, with Coco. And so that's why we always, that's why you say, we're going to say his name a ton. Cause he was the one, he was like our mentor. I mean, and like from experience, like the people that I got to play with, like, uh, uh, not, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, go ahead, nobody drop. go to say from Augusta, Georgia, got to play with people who are like big people now. And it's just so cool to be yeah. like, man, this was a very cool. Who was thing. the biggest you played yeah. with? Um, sorry, I'm taking over your podcast. No, no, go no, no, for no. it. <laughs> ask that, question. That, I was going to ask it. It was better coming I from mean, the husband. Played with, I don't know if that's true, Open but we four. played on the same stage as the Avid Brothers. On so the you same played day. with Avid Brothers. At Banjo I just got, had I got goosebumps. That so was cool. It was yeah. very like we got to be backstage that day and like what an experience. Like I'll never forget that. Old Crow? Oh, we played with Old Crow Medicine. They were at Banjo yeah. Yeah. yeah, Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Joe loved you guys. Yeah. He always would have you out yeah, there. Yeah, Joe Stevenson too. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, that was one thing I always remember about Sky City is I was in high school and I would hear the lineups. <laughs> and you walked in the back door? No, I was not. <laughs> there was no chance of getting into Sky City. Um, but I would hear all these show announcements and I would be like, man, this sucks that I'm you know, 16 years old mm. and can't see these yeah. bands that are coming through Augusta. So I think that the opportunity to do it at a non-bar venue, like what you guys want to do, yeah. I think that's a really cool thing for the city. That, you actually brought up a good point. Is it 21 plus? Uh, it is not. So mm -hmm. yeah, we are or all would ages. it be in the future potentially? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, we're big ask for forgiveness people. So uh, we will probably figure that out. Uh, but no, it wouldn't be 21 plus. From what I understand in, in the laws that I've researched is that uh, if it's like a seated venue, uh, yeah. you don't have to be a 21 and up uh, venue. But what I want to try to push is like, I would love to, and you guys may know the right people to, to get in touch with is to talk about how we can get some, maybe some legislature or something passed. Like in Columbia, you go into New Brooklyn Tavern, let's say you get armbanded if you're not 21. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's a Georgia town. state law. It's yeah. a Georgia state law Is it law Georgia? Yeah. It's Georgia. There's a whole yeah. thing. We can talk about it can after you the talk show. To, you should talk to the governor. You guys know him, right? We'll talk about that after the show, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. Um, there may or may not be a conversation so yeah, in the future. Right. But I, I it's think, not 21 and up uh, for right now. I think right that's now. cool. So, yeah. The, but that begs the question, like, let's say the Allman Brothers, David Brothers, uh, lots of brothers out there. Let's say one of those brothers or... One of those brother yeah, bands. Yeah, one of the brother bands come out here. 
you know, would y'all still be in the venue that you're in now? Would you want to be at a different venue? Now so, we're just having fun. So we're like, everything we've done, we've hustled for free. Like, right. we don't, it's cost us. We have not made any money or anything like that. And so that's been really important to us is we don't, we haven't spent the money <laughs> to do that, to move yeah. into a bigger venue. And I think that's when you start talking about more laws and rules right. and things like that. On Absolutely. Like, All right, well, what does this look like if we do it at Sharon Jones or if we do it, you know, at the Miller or something like that? Yeah. And and Coco has helped me think through a lot of those things as I've talked to him. Uh, so I think that's that's the dream, right, is to get the bigger acts, is to get the Avett brothers, the Allman brothers. Uh, right. Two brothers. Is that a band? The two brothers? I don't know. The Wood Brothers. The Wood, Wood Brothers. Brothers. That's a band. Yeah. But uh, hey, honestly, this is a perfect time for that kind of thought process. We're coming out of COVID. There hasn't been a concert in a year and a half. Yeah. Except for the Augusta Rocks that happened two weeks ago. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, but, but my point is, I mean, think about all the artists that are just ready to be in front of an yeah. audience that cares about the music they're playing. You know, an intimate setting. This is a time for y'all to really consider something like that. Yeah, for sure. I think for artists on deck, it's it's a little bit of a tough sell. Uh, just if we're being honest, it's a tough sell to artists to come and play because we can't guarantee them money. So that's a tough one. And right. we get that for artists for sure. Like, you know, we had our, our good friend Dave Mercer played a few weeks ago. And I know he could go out and make however much money he makes at a gig a lot. Um, to go play for a few hours. But, you know, we offer something a little bit different. We offer an audience, and we just tell them, we're like, we don't have a guarantee, we can't guarantee, but what we can do is, you know, basically as many people as you get to come, you're going to get those donations. We give everything to you. So that's the sell to people, and I think you're right. We're, uh, you know, we're that just on top of being able to talk to people and tell them yeah. about what you're passionate about yeah. in your music. Here's my story. Here's why I wrote this song. Here's my background. We had a guy... Last month, um, Jarrett Forrester, who came, and he just he's from Greenville, um, and he came and played, and um, he said afterwards, he was like, it's just, it's just so different to be able to talk to people, and they're listening, um, versus playing at a bar and your entertainment, and it's, both are good things, it's just different. Right. Um, so, it, it's just, it's, yeah, it's different. It's more artsy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, is there, before we tie the bow with the... Uh, the big question is there anything that y'all want to talk about that we may have not asked about any plugs any plugs any shout outs oh you, you've already shout out coco but you can shout them out shout again. out coco coco, coco. coco. yeah no i'm just doing it over <laughs> sky over. city yeah, coco sky, sky city, city. Coco. uh no i mean i don't i don't we kind of pushed our you know the big two year the big two year uh i'm gonna call it a party it's gonna be a big party and it's gonna be a lot of fun uh i think that's July 24th. Uh, we're going to have some giveaways. We're going to just make it a good time. Uh, and I'm just really stoked for people to come out and see the new spot to get into the, just to kind of get into the atmosphere of it. It is different than a backyard. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why we're like, we're just like, just come. It's different, but it's cool. It's its own vibe. Uh, There's we're, air condition, no yeah. bugs. <laughs> we're trying to Still bring some BYOB. elements of the back deck into it. I'm getting in real into stage design since I've been in there because okay. I can like kind of decorate. You know, I'm not decorating a deck. I'm decorating like a stage. So that's been fun. Uh, so yeah, that's the big thing. Come out July 24th. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, we should sponsor them, <laughs> then I would love to talk to you about sponsors. How would they get in touch with you? You can find us on Instagram at BackDeckBooking. And they just send you a direct message? Sure, yeah. Or, or you Facebook can email us at email. BackDeckBooking at gmail.com. Nice. Um, 
on Facebook as well. You could text her 706. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. People have done it. Don't worry. Yeah, people have done it. <laughs> awesome. Well, y'all know that we have a big question that we have to ask y'all. And this is the only script we have. It's just one question. That's it. Um, that we have to ask. And I'm going to have Zach go first because Becca started. And, of course, this is the Drop the Disc question presented by Trainer Gray. Trainer Gray is dropping the disc with Drop the Disc podcast. Fancy that. Let me tell you guys something real quick. Augusta Rocks is a concert that we've done twice already this year, and we're ready to release the next date, which will be in October, so get your calendars ready. But I'm not going to tell you yet about it. But anyways, Trainer Gray really helped us brand this concert. They're also live streaming our event, top of the art quality live stream that you won't find anywhere else in Augusta. So check out Trainer Gray Media if you want them to help you brand your company, help you get a concert lifted to bring to the city of Augusta. Check them out, Trainer Gray Media, check them out on Google. You will not be disappointed. Um, and, uh, you know, we're drop the disc podcast. We're here dropping the disc, that disgusting word, disgusta that we've heard uh, many times. Um, and it's not disgusting. And so if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city of Augusta, Zach, what would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them that they're crazy. A probably with some other things. And then I would say, have you seen all of the incredible music history from Augusta? Like, it's literally the home of James Brown, right? right? Like, it's crazy. And now we have so many fantastic songwriters, like not just musicians, but songwriters, people who are making art and music uh, in Augusta. And, man, there's nothing nothing disgusting about that unless it's a funky bass line that you call disgusting, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No one has ever said that before. Funky <laughs> baseline. <laughs> I love it. And Becca, I, I'm not going to have to repeat the question. Uh, I'm sure you've got this prepared English teacher. You um, would think. Becca, what, got a five paragraph how, how would you respond to Hold someone? On, my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how would you respond to someone that's talking negatively about the city of Augusta? Uh, you know, I work in a school that's really transient, and I work in a, or a, you go to a church that's very transient. And they're here for a short time, and they see little parts of Augusta, and I always tell them, you know, Augusta's going to be what you make it. There's so much to do. Augusta offers so much. There's so much talent. There's so many businesses that just go above and beyond for um, Augusta and their clientele. And, um, you know, if you come in and you don't see the good of our city, I don't know what to tell you because it's everywhere. Um, there's just people that care and pour out their hearts into um, you know, what they love. And for us, it's music. And so to me, if you think that this, that Augusta is disgusting, I just, I think that's on you. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with Augusta. So. Well, thank you both so much for being here. Back yeah, deck booking. Thank you. This is fun. If you would like to sponsor back deck booking, <laughs> <laughs> you can reach them at backdeckbooking yeah. at gmail.com as well as on social for media. Just $5 a day. You can sponsor <laughs> back deck booking. If they would like to find out about your upcoming shows, they should follow you, I assume, on yeah. Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Find them at back deck booking. Yes, and Instagram is back deck booking. There we go. Yep. Becca, Todd. Yeah. Thank y'all. Becca wow. Todd. <laughs> Becca Todd and Zach Todd. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. That's us. Thanks. Thank you.
thank you for checking out this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. If you made it to the end, thank you so much. We hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, we really hope that you would find it in your heart to leave us a rating or review. Uh, Maybe share the show with somebody that you know. Tell them to check it out because maybe it's exactly what they need. You can check out our Patreon and our store if you'd like to support the show. Uh, All of that's at AugustaPodcast.com slash DropTheDisc or just AugustaPodcast.com. And finally, don't go anywhere because Around Augusta with Chris starts right now. Hey guys, this is Chris with Around Augusta. And I'm going to take a little different venture here for this segment. Just real quick, kind of a little rant. Not really, but... Something to challenge all of us in Augusta, especially downtown area. You know, I've been saying this for a while, and I think we need to have an open book thought about bringing chain restaurants or chain F&B places downtown Augusta. And I'm going to just give you from this point of view. Everybody has their places that they trust. Well, what about the people that are coming into Augusta for the first time ever? And they don't see a Chick-fil-A downtown or they don't see a Moe's downtown or they don't see a Starbucks downtown. Do you think they're going to venture downtown right away? In my opinion, I don't think so. So let's think about it this way. We've got Fred only drinks Starbucks coffee. You put a Starbucks downtown. Now he's going to be driving into the city downtown. And then after he has Starbucks for a little bit, then he looks around and he sees, oh, there's New Moon. Oh, there's Ubora. And he starts researching more coffee shops in the area. And now you have someone that believes in downtown Augusta. You've got to, we've got to reel them in first. And then, boom, they're supporting local. Same thing for people coming out of town to conferences. Yeah, they're staying downtown, but everybody still wants to have a Chick-fil-A sandwich sometime. So... That's all I have for Around Augusta. I wanted us to really think about that. I could be wrong, but it works everywhere else. So that's all I got with Around Augusta. If you disagree with me, please let me know. I'd love to hang out with you and just discuss your point of view because I know it's totally not how downtown thinks and it's totally against what we all talk about. We're supporting local by bringing in chains. I think it's a huge thing that we could do to help us grow. See y'all next week.